Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right. Sorry for the delay, everybody. Uh, this is my first time using Roll20 as a GM. So, yeah, that was that was a fun 20 minutes of utter panic. Uh, hi, I'm Matt. Uh, I usually host and DM this D&D spectacular we do here at Blizzard Watch, and I'm doing so both right now, which means that I am currently stress level Omega 5. Um, but, you know, you don't, you don't come here to listen to me complain. And if you do... I guess I could do it more. I, I don't know. You, you let us know if that's what you guys want, that it can happen. Uh, with me this week, of course, are my fantastic players who put up with a whole heck of a lot of grousing and silence and, and grimness from me just now. Uh, we're going to introduce them. First off, we're going to introduce our special guest because he doesn't play with us every week. And uh, he's taking the place of, of Anne, who is unfortunately out with laryngitis. So, you know, get better soon, Anne. But uh, Andrew, why don't you introduce yourself and say hi to everybody. Hi, I'm Andrew Powers. I'm relatively new to Blizzard Watch. Been around a um, month and a half. I'll be taking over the role of May in this group. Yep. Uh, by the way, it's a special game. We're not playing unusual characters. So Andrew is being tossed in the deep end with everybody. Everyone's getting a character they've never played before because I'm just that kind of person. Um, with us, uh, we're going to now go from the top the way we usually do. Uh, Corey, if you could say hi and tell people what you're up to. Hey, it's Corey. Uh, today I'll be playing a Gnomish Druid, which is a big step up from an Elven Fighter, because now I can turn into an animal like God intended. That That is true, uh, although you're playing a Halfling Druid. Sorry. Oh, uh, my bad. If, if I'd known you wanted a Gnomish Druid, I could have made it happen. I'm sorry, I didn't. Uh, okay, now next up, Gim. Hi, this is Kim. I am playing Star, who is a barbarian. And I chose that one because a long time ago I played a barbarian. So let's see if I can remember what to do with this character. That is indeed what we're going to hopefully find out. Uh, Joe? Hi, I'm Joe. I will be playing Violet Lance. And that uh, is a halfling monk, or as I like to call them, and everybody hates when I do it, punch wizards, because punch wizards are great. Uh, okay, that, that's that's what he's doing. You can't stop him. Uh, next up, Liz, if you could introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Liz, and I'm playing... How do you say her name, Rossi? Auric? Auric. Auric, like gold. Auric. 
Uh, Oric and Asimar Sorcerer. Okay, and finally, Mitch, he can talk this week. Sorry, my settings have been messed up. Did you call me? <laughs> yes, I, I asked you to introduce yourself to people. Hey, it's me, Mitch. Uh, I am playing Aelthys, uh, an Eladrin wizard. Um, that's about all I know. Uh, I'm going to do a great job. To- I believe in you, buddy. I believe in you. I mean, you know, really, could you possibly do worse than usual? I mean, you you know, if you'd kill this character, who cares? Listen, you took that Kinku thing and ran with it and did a killer job. You can do this. Liz, when you're a Kinku, you have to run with things because you can't fly. <laughs> Fair. What he said couldn't have been truer. Okay, um, to start this adventure, the assembly of the party, the group of heroes from other planes, have decided to split up. Four of the party have gone off to investigate the uh, tiefling paladin cautions family situation, while this six have gone to a strange volcano lair on a deserted island on the prime material plane to investigate reports they've heard of strange doings. They've come to the top of the very lair, which has been flooded, they were told was flooded with lava. They're now standing inside the mouth of a giant dragon head that has been cracked open. The dragon head has been like pushed to the back and side and is actually somewhat halfway slid down the mountain. They're literally standing inside of it, looking at this pathway forward. What do y'all do? think we should investigate. I mean, I'm just here to punch stuff. So, yeah, you know, I gotta give me something to punch. I, I, I'm literally like, making fighting motions as I'm sitting there bobbing and weaving. Because why not? Uh, I wanna see if I notice anything, like, arcana-wise. Okay, make an arcana check. Yes, let me find out my arcana. You're great at this, y'all. <laughs> See, I sent out an email yesterday, and I asked everyone to look at their character sheets so we would only be figuring out, like, 60% of this stuff live, but... Nah. Hey, hey, I looked, I and I knew that I had high arcana, okay? I just didn't remember how high. I rolled a 17, by the way. Okay, uh... Definitely there is some sort of magical presence to this place because somehow you look in front of you, the place is seething hot and there's like molten lava throughout it. But the path down into the uh, volcano lair has apparently been moved. Like Someone made the lava move out of the way. Definitely sign of magical use. Okay. Uh, do, do I know, like, is there any specific element to the uh, besides like fire like does it do i sense anything demonic no which is actually something you're fairly familiar with it does not appear to have been specifically demonic magic but demons don't have to use demons and devils don't have to use evil to do everything they can just use regular old magic if they can if they actually have that ability okay 
then I, I would like to convey to the rest of the party that uh, it looks like the lava ahead of us uh, would normally be blocking the way, but something or someone has moved it, uh, which tells me they want us to move forward or they want people to be able to move forward, but I don't know if I trust that. Is there any pebbles or like small stones around? Uh, make a perception check. Someone has clearly come through here with tools. Um, there's, in addition to the lava having been moved out of the way, someone has dug down. The path in front of you has basically been excavated out. You see signs of, of heavy foot traffic. Um, there are piles of rock to the side. Um, some of it is obviously hardened slag. Like so, someone moved molten rock to the side and then it hardened. Um, those are it's quite... Obviously, some signs of of people having been in here. Well, I mean, let's look at the bright side, everybody. This is just a warm and inviting opportunity for us to go make new friends. I wonder how they'll taste. Well, we have a source of heat to cook them. Should it come down to it? See, silver lining. Well, you see a silver lining, I see what might be a trap. Okay, well, May, I, she's like a lion fighter. I didn't introduce that in the beginning. It's very protective of her group. So she's going to push forward just a little bit to kind of put herself between what may be danger in the group and just see okay. what's, what, what might be ahead. She's cautious, right. just keeping, yeah, just looking so, around. How far ahead do you move? And you go down the tunnel? Um, yeah. She moves down the tunnel cautiously about 15 feet. Okay. I know the map isn't quite centered, but, you know, we're just going to put up with it. Um, at that point, if you stop there, uh, you see in that room there's a large thing. You're not entirely sure what it is, but it's like eight feet tall. It has red scales. Uh, it's directing, it's speaking in a language. I don't know if you speak actually. Uh, it's speaking in a, in a distinct language, pointing at others much smaller. They're definitely kobolds. Uh, they're wearing neck collars and chains from the collars to the other collars. Like there's about a 10 foot length of chain between each kobold. And they're being directed to dig. They're digging. As you look at the map, they're digging that there's a passageway that is completely buried in lava that they're currently digging at. And when they get burned inevitably, uh, and they hiss and screech in pain, he just barks out something kind of like laughter, if laughter didn't understand the concept of, of amusement. And they continue. Huh. Do you tell the rest of us this? Okay. So May stops and turns and says, there's something up ahead. Someone is directing kobolds seemingly against their will to dig into the lava. 
and she, I'm certain, does not understand the language. She only speaks common and giant, and I'm pretty certain that person's not speaking giant. Nope, you did not understand what they were saying. So, a big red thing is telling smaller things in chains what to do. That sounds like something we should probably take care of. And I crack my knuckles. Who's with me? She's resting her hand on her axe ready in case. Well, we didn't come here to just stand around. Exactly. All right. Yeah, I'm putting the thing... I don't know if you guys see that token because it doesn't have any background to it. But I'm putting two things down. They look like rats. There. And there. Okay. They'll do for what we're doing here. Yeah. Those, there's also a bunch of kobolds chained around, but they don't look to be in any shape to do anything. The one that was directing them is currently over more towards the bro- the submerged passage, and there's another one up to the top of the room. Actually, uh, just walked in from that other passage. Out of curiosity, how tall is the room? The room is very tall. Uh, easily... It goes actually up until you can't see. Like, there's actually daylight, and you think you're looking out through one of the eyes of the giant dragon skull that makes up the top of this place. Hmm. Uh, I think Violet would try to stealth forward and try to see if she can get a drop on one of these things, because they definitely seem like the largest threat. Okay. I'm going to turn into a saber-toothed tiger and try and do the same. Give me some stealth checks. So we we're definitely moving forward with attacking them. That's our that's our plan. Uh, it's an eleven. <laughs> okay. Did you have a different plan? I don't know. Maybe talking to them. That's not a plan. Uh, what languages does Elta speak? Common and Elvish, but I'm, I'm you know maybe we can try to figure something out. At least see what's going on here. I, mean, I got a 20 on my stealth check. If you're saying that, I I pointedly look at you. It's big things telling little things in chains what to do. I'm not sure what you think would happen. Uh, this is a pretty clear situation. I mean, maybe we try to go about it a little more subtly. So we, you know, maybe we arm the cobalt so they can help us. Or we take out the big things and free the cobalts. They don't look like... I know you don't want to get your hands dirty. I get it. Just just fling some spells. It'll be fine. Can I, at least before we do this, uh, use Comprehend Languages to see if I can figure out what is actually being said? Uh, do you have that spell? Certainly, if you have it. Yes, I would, I would like to use that spell. All righty. You've cast the spell, I assume. Yes, yes, I've cast it on myself because I want to. I want to overhear the conversations. Okay. Or- as you as you cast or- the spell. Sorry, Orc. You were saying. Uh, she has a ring of invisibility, and she would like to turn invisible. Okay, no problem. Spend a moment bending the uh, magic to your will, uh, Elphis, and then you release it probably trying to stay quiet with it and you hear 
the largest at figure. Actually, I want you to make make me a perception check before we go any further. Thirteen. Okay. The uh, first thing you hear is the figure who's currently standing in the center of the room is speaking... It's switching from Draconic to Infernal, and specifically the variety of Infernal spoken in, in the Hells as it, as it talks to the, two or the, the other larger figures, not the ones chained up, the Kobolds. There are two other large figures in the room that it's speaking to. And it says, Hurry, fools. She is not known for her temper. And one of the other larger one goes, wait, uh, do, do, do you mean she's not known for having a bad temper? Because that's not what I've heard. And he, the figure puts its scaly hand over its face for a moment, which is hard to do because it has a very pronounced muzzle and goes, <sighs> we must retrieve the crystals so we can perform the mind transference rituals. Without them, the clone bodies are incapable of experiencing what their hosts experienced. And then it, they just fall to work again. Okay, so, Joe, what's your character's name? Violet. Uh, Violet. Um, they're bad. So. Oh, you know. man, if only I had told you that. Good, Aww. good. Good teamwork, uh, working on that, solving that together, and coming to the same conclusion. Um, I Bye. say, uh, if we are going to attack, the, these are, one, they were speaking Infernal. Um, Ooh. So, I want them dead. Like, I'm, I have no mercy toward them at all. Uh, I'm thinking we should attack that one first, and I, I point to the one who clearly did not understand the temper thing. Um, I think that one's the dumber of the two. We can take That's it the out. one at the top of the map. So Sorry, I'm not hearing... the top. That's a kobold. The one straight across. Um, it's the one that looks kind of like a big rat or lizard. That's straight across. That's the one that said that. Yeah, I'm thinking we go for the smart one first. I was thinking of just like attacking the dumb one real quick. Uh, yeah, but the as you guys are standing there talking, it it pats down that way, and is now I'm kind of idly poking one of the kobolds. So, so the one that you just moved—that's the dumb one. No, no, that's the, the one leader. that I just—that's that's, that's the one the that spoke. Okay, yep, the one okay. that is the one that is directly across from me right now is the one that you call the dumb one. Uh. Okay, I, I'm way in the back. I mean, just directly across from your group. Okay, okay. Since you're all lined up. Closest to the leader. The one that just got a circle pinged around it. Oh, I was... I, I could barely see that. I'm sorry. I gotcha. I'm helping. Thank you. Um, and then, Any, you know... Also, I'm, I'm fine attacking... 
whatever. Corey, you got a 20 on your stealth? Yep. Okay, alright. So are you two actually moving into the room with these oh, silver yeah. rolls? Yeah. Okay, move to where you think you're going. Uh, do, do, do. I'll let Corey go first. Probably try. That's a pit in the middle that goes, or is it a raised area in the middle? It's a raised area. My ultimate goal is to go punch the one that, the leader. So. Okay. You actually successfully get to where you're trying to go, Corey. Nice. Um, although as soon as Violet comes in to sight, this one, this one, and this one are all moving and they're like, what is that? So it's initiative time, everybody. Whee! Oh my gosh. Whoa. Hi that's, roller. That's Just kidding. You got a one. For for those of you in chat and listening to the recording, that's back to back ones that I have rolled so far. It's okay. I'm I'm right there next to you, Jeff. I got a <laughs> two. Oh no, uh, not not slash toll. Three. <laughs> Ask not for whom the dice toll; they toll for thee. Hey, right, I'll Boom. take seventeen. Okay, we're gonna just. I'm just gonna basically say, give me the highest initiative. I believe Liz. That's Liz with a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Which is a problem because I still don't understand all of her spells. Oh, you really okay, understand highest, some of them. Next highest initiative. I think that's me with a 17, unless uh, Lothar, or Andrew, sorry. Um, I think he's still rolling. I see where you roll, roll in here again. Did you roll? I rolled on the D&D chat. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, what did 13. you get there? 13. I'll just take your 13. Okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, in that case, yeah, me with the 17. Yeah, is next. 17. Who's next after that? Uh, I think that's Fox with the 13. And then Gim with the 7. And then Corey and I tied with the 6. We'll just mop everything up. Exactly. Oh, I mean, I'm a good distraction because technically until I throw a punch, I have Sanctuary, so it's fine. Okay, so we have Auric, you are up. Uh, um, well, I am first going to move into the... How far can I move? Uh, 30 feet, I believe. Yeah, I'm just not sure how far that translates into map. 
The squares are five feet. So when you move, the map is kind of messed up because it isn't quite the way I wanted it. But just go ahead and use the uh, squares as five foot. So every time you move a square, you move five feet, even if you move diagonal. You can move through a, a fellow party member's square because we're not assuming they're allowing you to. Uh, it's not difficult terrain unless there's a reason for it to be. Some DMs are pretty sticklers about that, but I don't care. So, did you decide you wanted to stay back there? Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay in the kind of entrance of the cavern. Um, I'm going to... I don't want to hurt any of the kobolds. I don't really want to hurt any of the kobolds, and they're scattered all over the place. Or mm, it has a lot of AoE spells. They're just kobolds. What did the kobolds do to you? Um, I am going to cast Conjure Elemental. That's and I'm going to Conjure an Earth Elemental. Okay. But I believe it needs to roll its own initiative. I'll let you roll for it. You said Earth Elemental? Yeah. I think I can, yeah. To actually have the stats of an earth elemental on this, but uh, right there, you do or do not because I can give them to you. I do not, I'm not in front of me, it's not on the spell in DD chat. That's from the spell, so I've actually got it as well, so. Um, out of character, is there something like in, like, can creatures ever resist spells just because of like skill, spell spools? Is that there, a thing? Yep, absolutely it is. Okay. Um, in that case, when I was doing the Arcana check, did I notice anything about what? I guess I didn't see these creatures. Never mind. You don't really know what they are. Okay. You have to actually make a separate check to figure out what they are. Gotcha. Uh, so I believe. I believe the Earth Elemental got a zero initiative because it has negative one dex, and I rolled a one. Okay, <laughs> so it is at the bottom. I will, I'll put Earth Elemental at the bottom. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's worse than us. So that, thank you. The Earth Elemental has already made me feel better about my choices. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I want. To I don't do... think you can actually do lower than a one. I think you one can. is the yeah. lowest. So the Earth what if, Elemental what if is I at had... a one. No matter how oh, negative no. your penalty the, is. Yeah, the, the only thing that has an initiative step zero is layer actions. Yeah, the elemental is just... Uh, he's he's very slow, but he is not actually into negative initiative. <laughs> it would be like an ant uh, that has fallen down and needs help getting up. No. He, Liz just spawns him into the lava and he melts. Right now he's right there where I put him. So. And I don't think I have anything else to do. Okay. And I That's... believe that would have, I believe that would have 
turned me uninvisible, so I'm no longer invisible. Okay. Then I need everybody... Yeah, everyone in the party who is aware of this happening, which is everybody, you need to make a DC 18 wisdom saving throw right now. As the creature unfurls its dragon-like face and goes, and it's very scary. So go ahead and make that DC 18 wisdom check. Saving throw. My bad. It's a wisdom saving throw. Let's see if I have anything extra. Hmm, Corey made it. Plus eight, and I still got ten. <laughs> Fudge this. The I have a plus ten, and I good. barely hit. <laughs> May did not do well. We are all terrified. Keep in mind, May, May, I will point this out just because it's a class character you haven't played before. May technically has Indomitable. If she wants to, she can roll again. That will cost her her use of Indomitable. But whenever a fighter at her level fails a saving throw, they can use it. They can use up their indomitable ability and roll again. I have to wait until my turn. Uh, my character sheet says I have advantage on saves against right. spells and magical effects. This is one of oh, those, so you can I, roll again. I have advantage against being frightened. So if you have advantage against being frightened or advantage against spells or magical effects, you can roll again. 18! 22! Okay. Yay! Okay. Again, uh, Violet's not scared. It. 20! May yeah. used it and hmm? got a non-nat 20. Okay, so yeah, you, you're not afraid. Everybody except for May, Violet, uh, Auric, and Bear Sun are afraid. You're frightened, so you can't approach her. The, the, the thing, you, you can't approach her and you are at disadvantage attacking her. So is is this the one? Uh, the one that's right. not a cold. The one that's not a cobalt. Yeah, the one that <laughs> that you called the smart one. Okay. But she moved to there and she did that. So now she's going to use multi attack. Please. Multiple. You have sanctuary Multiple. on you. I have sanctuary. You Wisdom saving throws, please. Okay. Do, 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 do. I'm checking one thing exactly how this works. Okay, I'm pretty sure that beats your DC. Yep, you can make the attack as normal. First up is the Morning Star. It's afternoon. Does that hit you? Nope. Okay, next up is a Claw Attack. Nope. Finally, a bite attack. Heck, smart one. That hits. <laughs> yeah. uh, you take. Oof. Hmm. I'm gonna roll it rather than just give you the median. The median. You might do better. You might do worse. 
Hey, your call. Okay, you take 26 points of piercing damage from her bite. Okie dokie. And you also take... Forty-one points of fire damage from her bite, as she literally lights the inside of her mouth on fire as she bites you. Well, I'm already bloodied. That is her turn. That is some bad breath. Next up is Aelthus. Well, I had a plan, but having seen that, uh, I'm just going to go straight to disintegrating the smart one. Okay. So you're casting Disintegrate? Yes. What does that require her to do? Does she have to make a saving Uh, turn? Dex saving throw. Okay. One check. I'm making sure she doesn't have... She does have magic resistance, so she has advantage on saving throws. But it's a deck save, you said? Yep. Yep. For this, Not for... her forte. What's the DC? I sorry I didn't hear you. Twenty. Well, she fails. Uh so you do how much damage? Um target takes ten D six plus forty. Okay, roll that up. Did you say 40? Yeah, 40. Oof. Uh, definitely does a big chunk of damage. It does not kill the Abishai. Oh, and by the way, you know what that... You you now recognize that this is an Abishai. Uh, it's a powerful, evil fiend from the uh, the Hells that serves the, the Dragon Queen, Tiamat, who is herself the daughter of Earth, the great destroyer. Um... You you blow up basically you blow a huge chunk of the thing's side just turns to ash and dust and it recoils and goes <laughs> but it's not dead. Oh, um, let me see if I can do anything else. Um, so it says I can use my reaction to make an opportunity attack. Can I do that? No opportunity one's moving. An opportunity attack is if someone your... moves away from you. Yeah. She, this thing would have to be in melee with you, and then it would have to retreat away. Okay. You have Warcaster, so you can a cast reaction. a spell as an opportunity attack. But yeah, that's, reaction... what I, that's, that's what I was looking at, was Warcaster. A reaction is basically something you do in response to something someone else does. So, like, if someone attacked you, you could do something as a reaction, but it's not something you could uh... just do. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, do you do anything else? I'm uh, checking real quick. I don't think so, though. Okay. Yeah, go, go ahead. That was Aelthos. And you just stay there? You don't move? 
Um, yeah, I would like to stay as far away as possible. Okay. This creature that is also next to Violet moves to here, then to here. Let's push it out. It moves into and out of Corey's threatened square. So, Corey, you get an attack of opportunity on it. I don't know if you have the Sentinel feed or not, but that's that's what happens. It moves to it moves up to be in your threatened square, and then it moves to that spot to get flanking on Violet, which means that it it you can now attack it. You can make an attack of opportunity on it. Cool. I do not have Sentinel. All right. Well, you can still make the attack of opportunity. It just doesn't stop the creature from moving. Where do I find Sabretooth? It okay. should be one of the forms. Uh, if I go look at your character sheet, which I will have under, to... Under extras. Extras. You're so extra, Corey. You know me. Yeah, Sabretooth's so right a, there. Do I get to choose between bite or claw? Yes, you can do whichever you prefer. Uh, then I'll do a bite. Okay, go ahead. 22? Uh, 22 is definitely going to hit. Nine damage. Okay. Uh, that definitely takes a chunk out of it. It doesn't... It then turns since you've attacked it. It's going to turn and focus on you rather than Violet, which for which Violet should be eternally grateful. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes to right there, uh, and it's going to make an attack on you. But I don't think it's going to hit with an eight. No, I'm a little so, bit better than that. Uh, that is its round then. Um, which takes us down to. I gotta keep. I gotta remember to keep all this stuff up. There's a lot of stuff to keep up. Yeah. Okay. That was that. May, you're up. All right. So May's moving down to take out the smart one. Okay. Then she's going to. She's already seven feet tall, but she enlarges herself up to 15 feet with giant might. Okay. And then she pulls out her her small melee weapon, and she starts swinging that, uh, that creature. Okay, you're going to use the maul? I believe you have a better weapon than the maul. Um, well, it, I don't know. It does the same. Okay, I'm going to look at your character sheet just to make sure. Yeah, the Vorpal, the Vorpal Greatsword did like the same amount. Yeah, trust me, you'd rather use a Vorpal Greatsword than a Maul. Think, think of it as like a uh, modifier for like corruption that you get from something in-game. Vorpal is a better conditional. <laughs> All right. Then she pull out the Vorpal Greatsword and starts swinging with that. Okay, go ahead and roll. Okay, so then she does um, three... Melee attacks. Okay, yeah, that's that's her ability yeah. to do. Yep. Uh, plus thirteen. 
on our ideas. Well, yeah, this time I'm going to let you re-roll entirely. Try just rolling slash our 1d20 plus 13. Okay, um, that's going to... Let me make sure I don't tell you that it's going to hit before I know for certain, but I'm pretty sure it's going to hit. Okay. Yeah. Yep, that's going to hit. The armor class is, however, yeah, that will hit. A 28 will hit. So I did the 23. Three. The 23 and the 28 both hit. Uh, the 19 does not hit, so you hit twice. Okay, and let me roll for damage on the two. And because of the extra strength, she does an extra uh, d8. Uh, you mean because of the size? Yes, yeah. that's correct. So you roll your damage and then you add d8. too late, but I realized I should have done 13d6 instead of 10. Oh, well, good to know. Hang on. You should actually be rolling roll 2d6 plus um, I believe you should be rolling at least... 8 damage, so it's 2d6 plus 8 plus 1d8. That doesn't actually... You, you also need to roll the 1d8 at the same time, so... Okay, so that's 17 from one hit. So you roll that again. Uh, hang on, sorry. Yeah, roll that. I ignore that second piece. Yeah, ignore it. Okay, I know I'm confusing. Hopefully... So the first one was the does my does what I do make sense? So the first two D Nope, none of that made sense did it. Okay, wait there. Roll two D six plus eight was thirteen. That's how you should do it in the future. How oh, I just did it. Oh, makes it a little so bit easier. Works. Yeah, you just roll it like that. That way you get everything that you need to get up front. But that's like 17 to 21 total. Yeah, your, your proficiency bonus, I believe, actually, your proficiency bonus should be slightly higher than I said. Let me go look. Yeah, you should be rolling... The damage on the weapon you should be rolling is 10 plus... Yeah, you should be rolling 5 plus 5. That's your proficiency plus your strength plus 3 for the Vorpal Greatsword. So it should be 2d6 plus 13 plus 8. So in the same form that I did it, but you should be rolling 2d6 plus 13 plus 1d8. So why don't you roll that again twice, and that'll be the damage for you to attack. So we'll just start. We'll go from there. 
Okay, do I have that right? So it was 2d6 plus 13 plus 1d8? That is correct. Sorry for the folks at home that we just... This is new for a lot of us. We're just getting used to it. Okay, so you did 20 in your first hit, and you did 29 in your second hit. That's pretty sizable. The Abishai definitely feels it and does not like it because your magical weapon goes right through its damage reduction. Uh, it doesn't drop. You didn't kill it, but it definitely didn't enjoy the experience. Uh, it's now trying to decide between the uh, the halfling that it had thought easy prey and you, the giant who just came in out of nowhere and smashed it twice with a big freaking sword. And not officially, but she also glares it down to try and get its attention. Okay. Uh, do you do anything else? Um... No, that's about all she can do right now. Alrighty. You're also, you're in the room and you're that size. You are making it a little hard for people to get in the door at this point because you are, you know, like you're about 14 to 15 feet tall. <laughs> it's a little, it's tricky. You are officially large. You take up four squares. So that I believe that's it for May. And that means the next one up is that. Uh, it flies across the lava and goes over there. That would be an attack of opportunity, wouldn't it? For who? Bear Corey, song? I guess. Uh, yeah, Bear Song can make an attack. No, he already did, though. So, no, he can't. Oh, man. Yeah, you only get one reaction around, and he already used it attacking the one that was attacking you. So he does not get another attack opportunity, oh, and it, yeah. it heads out of sight. That's as far as it goes. You can still see it across the uh, lava flow. There's the tunnel and so forth, but it, it is definitely heading away. Top of that, then. That's that thing's go. Uh, Star, you're up next. I am frozen with a terrified vision. Well, technically speaking, you can still move. You just can't go near the Abishai. But, Sorry, yeah. um, can I attack on the thing running away? No, you're not in melee, melee range with it. For the, the Warcaster thing? You, even with Warcaster, you still have to... It has to have provoked an attack of opportunity. It has not provoked an attack of opportunity from you. It was not in melee range with you. Uh, okay. So, Star. Okay. Um. Well, my cohort is in the way yep you can move through you can move through the squares of occupied people it takes double the movement so to move through auric squares 10 feet to move through uh may square since may is taking up some of that space would be 20 feet you could so 30 feet you could be in the room you couldn't go directly towards the abishai so yeah, the I only the only square you could get to is the square next to the earth elemental you could go to that square. It would take, I think your movement's 35? Or is it 40? 40. Yeah, you can get to the, the square directly above Violet uh, or one square over. The, right now, there's, there's a square that's occupied with something that it, Corey is fighting. You could go above the that to where the Cobalt is or the square. Yeah, the squares that are being pinged, you could go to any of those. Okay. You can't go directly at the Abishai. You are afraid right. of it. I'm afraid of it. Um, so I'm going to go here. I okay. think I can go there. 
So that's correct. I'm counting. All right, that's where I'm going to go. Okay. Me and my giant slayer great axe. Okay. Uh, make your attack roll. You're not considered flanking because it is not on a direct. You're not directly flanking with Varson. Also, you're not raging because you didn't say you were. No, I'm not raging. This is okay. A... That's a twenty-nine as a hit. That's going to hit. Yep. Four ten. Jeez. Okay. You can attack again if you'd like. A 14. Okay, so you did 24 damage total. All right. Uh, it's very badly wounded. Uh, it is not dead. There's like something... The blood coming out of it looks like molten rock. There's something seriously wrong with this thing. You, you're looking at it now and you're realizing it's some kind of reptilian monster. Uh, and, but it, it has somewhat of an intelligence to its eyes. But it's leaking what appears to be molten rock instead of blood. And your axe is, is digging into rock and not blood. Well, yeah, that, is there anything else you're going to do? You still have your bonus action, I will point out. No, I think I'm, I'm not going to do anything else. The only thing else I would do would be swing, but I'm okay. Okay. Uh, Violet, you are up. Yoink, five foot step. Nobody is uh, out of my thing, so those yeah, are all still threatenings. Did my elemental get a turn in there, or have we gone nope. back to the beginning? Nope, we're still going. We haven't even gotten through the full initiative round yet. Oh, uh, I'm going to start with the uh, throwing a quarterstaff attack on the one that did a whole lot of damage to me, because I don't like them. Okay, does that count as a magical weapon? It is a magical weapon. So okay. Plus two. All right, it's more important that it just be a magical weapon yep. for purposes of its damage reduction. That's a 20. I'm... That's going to miss. Yep. Do it again. That's also going to miss. I am fantastic. Uh, and I will spend a key point to uh, patient defense. Okay. So that gives anything that attacks you disadvantage? Uh, gives me, lets me take the dodge action. So that anything that attacks you has disadvantage? Mm-hmm. Okay. And is that it for you? Yep, because uh, that is my bonus action, and there's nothing else I can do. Alrighty. Uh, then, Bear Sun, you are now up. Can I jump over that chasm to get the one that was running away? You will provoke an attack of opportunity if you do so. And you may fail the jump roll and fall into lava. Mm. But you can certainly try to do it. And that's just like it. 10 feet across, or is it 20 feet? It's I'm 10 feet. Of... Okay. It's Make 2 feet. It. Well, that doesn't sound that hard. The DC is going to be 15. I'll tell you right now. Uh, with a athletics check? Yes, the DC will be 15. You will have to roll higher than 15. Do I get any cat bonuses for being a giant saber-toothed tiger? 
what's your you just the uh, look at your character sheet and, and tell me what your the cat's athletics is. Doesn't actually get any. If the tiger moves at least twenty feet straight towards a creature and then hits it with a claw attack, blah blah, that's pounce. But that's not what we're talking. Yeah. Uh, your your strength is an eighteen, which gives you a plus four. You'll have a plus four. Um, you do not have the athletic skill based on being a cat, and you don't have the athletic skill yourself, so you will get a plus four to this roll. You're trying to beat a 15, so you need to roll an 11 or higher. If you do not, you will fall into the lava. That sounds like a risk I am not willing to take right now. Okay. So I'm going to... That's not even 20 feet, man. I'm going to jump on or attack the one that Joe just attacked. Oh, it's the Abishai? Yeah. Okay, you the, you will get an attack of opportunity if you move out of the threatened square. You understand that? He won't. He can actually dance won't. around. Because hmm. you can go here. Where is it? Here. Here. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. And he won't actually leave the comp. He won't ever leave the threatened square. All right. Well, then go ahead and attack him. So I would go here? And then go down and around to sit in front of that guy. To the... All right, make your attack. Twenty-five. That hits. Ooh, it's a natural crit. That is a critical hit. So double your dice on your attack roll. Twenty-four damage. Okay. Definitely didn't like that. I definitely don't like the taste of that either. Oof. Gross. So you believe you still have another attack, don't you? Do I? I couldn't find anything that was saying I had a double Your character attack. should have two attacks. Yeah. It's based off level. Okay. Then I'll do a claw attack. Also, technically you just moved 20 feet, didn't you? You did. Okay, so if you make this claw attack, then he'll have to make a save. Go ahead and make the attack. Eighteen. Does not hit. So he doesn't have to make a saving throw. But you did score a pretty good hit on him that time. He's looking rough, but not close to down. That's Elemental's turn, then? Or these things? Uh, one of them already went. The Kobolds, that one goes that far. Can't go any further. Janks this one to here, because it's the ten feet of chain between their necks. That's They seem to be trying to get the heck out of there. Um, but since they're chained together, there's a lot of, you know, pushing it so far. Um, yeah, it is now the Earth Elemental. What do you want the Earth Elemental to do? I want it to smash this one thing that's still in here with us. I mean, there's... Oh, there's a lizard thing next to us. Yeah. Uh, It'll smash the lizard thing next to it because it's closest. Okay. Let's go look at Earth Elementals. It has a 
slam multi-attack. Okay. Then make it roll its two slam attacks. It has plus eight to hit. So 1d20 plus eight. That's a 17 and a 10. Where are you rolling these? In the dice channel. Uh, yeah. Weird. Why didn't it not show them to me? Uh, did you track it out of? Thing? All right, yeah, seventeen cool. and ten. I see them now. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's go look at the encounter. Attacking that. Well, uh, ten is going to miss. Seventeen is going to hit. So that's two D eight plus five. Yep. That's a seventeen. You your elemental crushes that thing flatter than a pancake. There's like, and again, molten rock sprays up on it. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for the Earth Elemental. Oh. The the Earth Elemental is so good at dex. You know, just it doesn't really have. I'm gonna say my roll one d twenty minus one, because it doesn't have a special save. That's a seven. Okay. Uh, Okay, the Earth Elemental takes four damage, uh, no, seven damage, from Molten Rock spraying up on it. Since it's got 126 normally, it's now down to 119. Uh, so not enough to really bother it, but not fun for it either. Uh, I'm jealous. The, the, cre the, the creature's blood is made of pure Molten Rock. So yeah, it's it's dripping down the, the Rock Man's arms, but he he's, he's an Earth Elemental. He doesn't have an opinion. Uh, can I suggest something to Liz's character? Uh, you got a mouth, sure. You can speak. Hey, Liz's character. Maybe, maybe your rock elemental have that chain so the other one can't run away. We're not trying to stop the kobolds. We're trying to free them. They're the captives. Didn't the other yeah. one already run away? Like, not a kobold, it was something... Yeah, one of the other things oh. flew away. The kobolds are, okay. are trying to run away, but they're not They're not really involved. I, I thought the elemental smushed the kobold. My bad. I, no. I still... It's, yeah, I can't see these things. My bad. Well, okay. that one's dead. Yep. In fact, we just rid of it I hope your elemental's okay. That didn't look fun. Oh, sure. You care about the elemental, as Violet's, like, dodging and... Like, looks super, yeah. super beat up. Okay, top of the order while this is happening. Auric, you are up. And let, wait, do you move oh. your elemental any further? Oh! It's me again. Um, Before we go any further, your can, elemental can theoretically my... has, uh, let me look at its speed. It has 30 feet of speed and 30 feet of burrowing. It didn't burrow, but it only moved like 10. It can move another 20 if you want it to move. It moved five. It was a five foot step. 
So yeah, you've you've got plenty of space for it to go. I know you can't move it, so just tell me where you want it to be, and I'll move it. Uh, can I come through and flank the demon we're fighting? Sure, it can burrow through the ground and do that. It actually literally submerges. It. it submerges into the rock. You hear a <laughs> noise, and then it comes up here like a drill. Yeah, pounds out of the ground. Can't attack, but that's where it is now. And now, Auric, you are up. Um, wow. Um, you're surveying the battlefield. Uh, clearly, there's chaos. Uh, some people are running away. Um, the thing that's fighting your party has already has almost killed Violet. Violet is looks near dead. Like there's like blood from like you know. Not just blood, but singed from the fire that it breathed. It literally breathed into the wound when it bit her. Um, Bearson's fine. Am... May's fine. I am going to make a run over to Violet. Can I get over there? Maybe I just want to go here. Can I do that? Yep. And I will reach out and cast Cure Wounds on Violet. What level? I'm thinking about that. <laughs> Fourth level. So that's 4d8 plus 5. Roll your dice. That's 28. Was that start? You get 28 points back? That is a good start. See, at least somebody is helpful. Stop playing in lava, Violet. I didn't play in the lava. It breathed into me. It's not my fault. The cat just looks at Violet and makes an exaggerated shrugging motion. It's the same thing. No, that's fire from a dragon demon thing. That's lava. It's different. Totally different. Stay out of trouble? Well, that's not fun. I... Back, I I'm just that's... kind of contemplating casting like a snowball that's... on him just to just to be like, you know, you want cold? Here's cold. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all Oric is going to do. Alrighty, then we go around to the Abishai. The Abishai is not liking where it is right now. So let me look and see if it can do this. Yeah, it can. Okay. The uh, Abishai begins casting a spell. Does it finish casting it? That's up to people who have reactions and can cast counterspell. I can't cast counterspell. 
not on this character. I'm willing to say that if you want to be able to cast Counterspell, I will let you just have the spell, even though it's not on your sheet, just because I forgot to put it there. That's not fair to you. Then then I will cast Counterspell. What level? Ah. I was I would have just cast it at the base level. Um, okay, you up. need to roll 1d20. You can add your caster daily to it. Let's see what you get. That's a six. Whoop. Gone. It just disappears. The Abishai does? Sorry? The Abishai disappears? Yep. That mother hacker. I mean, you could have tried to dispel it too, couldn't you? I'm, I don't, I'm looking at my character sheet to see if I have it. I don't... If I didn't give you Counterspell, that's because I don't usually create casters myself. Feel free to have Counterspell. They, they're high-level casters. Yes, I would like to spell... Then attempt to make the roll. If you do, I'll bring the character. I'll bring it back. I'll say you successfully Counterspelled it. Uh, so, sorry, it's 1d20 plus what for that one? Well, you, What's cast your it at whatever, you cast it at whatever level you, so you choose. Yeah, the level, you, the cho- you pick the level. Yeah, you pick whatever level you're casting it at. You use a spell slot at that level... If you if you cast it at a higher level than they're casting, then you will just automatically succeed. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm gonna cast it at. You know, right the, now, third so, level did not automatically work. Third level didn't. Nope. I'm gonna try fifth level. It automatically succeeds. Now I have to bring the Abishai back, which is. Kind of a bitch because I deleted the thing. So give me a sec. Sorry, I I was looking at the character sheet. I didn't think you teleported out of way. Marl's frustration. Uh, you can make. I'll let both of you make Arcana checks if you want to to see if you can figure out what it was doing. But while you're doing that, it's going to attempt. Well, actually, it won't bother doing that because everybody who saved, saved, and everybody who failed their save. Well, actually, no, if you save, then it can still make it work. It's only if you succeed, you don't succeed. Yeah, it's going to attempt to be another Frightful Presence. Oh, no, if you see, if you see, okay, everyone here is either immune or already afraid, so it won't bother with that. So I rolled a 26 on the Arcana. Okay. Did Liz roll as well? She got a 10. I rolled a 10. Okay. That was Dimension Door, which would have allowed it to move up to 500 feet away from you. Guys, it's trying to escape. It was casting Dimension Door. We should probably kill it or do something so we can't get out of here. Are we not trying to kill it? So Are it's we going not to... trying to kill it already? Yeah, hmm. We should try to kill it faster. Okay, it's going to go after a Violet, because Violet is the most hurt. Disadvantage. 
pilot, I, I hope you're okay. It looks pretty mad. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm. It, it's definitely not happy. Is it no longer five feet from? Okay. I just put it back there because I, you know, had to recreate it. It didn't go anywhere, so I'll I'll move it back. Okay, because yeah. then if it's yeah, I know May would have taken the attack opportunity. Okay, because if it's attacking May, then I mean, if it's attacking Violet, then, oh, you have Sentinel. Yeah, then May wants to use Sentinel attack. Okay, go for it. You can roll that before you get one attack. You don't get your usual three. You miss. So, da, 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 da. but she tried. I appreciate the effort. An attempt was made. Okay, 14 for the first attack. That misses. Sixteen for the second attack. Also misses. Here's the one you want to miss. Yep. Also misses. Fifteen. Okay. Frenzy of attacks. None of them connect. Uh, Violet is unscathed this round. Um, and that takes us to, I believe. Yeah, Elthus, you are now up. All right. I'm going to cast. Uh, Scorching Ray at 6th level. No, wait, 7th level, sorry. Okay, does that do fire damage? Uh, yeah. Make an intelligence check. Okay. Wow, a nat 1. Okay, you cast Scorching Ray, it does nothing because the Abishai is immune to fire. I was going to do one you, beam against the other. There's nothing else for you to use one beam against. There's The thing across the it, It's round already came and went. I just didn't feel like you know messing around with it. It's gone. You don't see it anymore. Oh, and really? Plus, I'll be, up front, I'll be up front with you. It's also immunifier. Sure, Paul. These things are all immunifier. <laughs> I mean, they're living in a volcano, so. Yeah. Technically, you're right. I'm looking at your initiative. Technically speaking, yes, you. that thing is... I don't know. Drake, it would have gone after you. So, yeah, okay. But, yeah, it's immune to fire, so if you scorching rate it, you didn't do anything to it either. Um, well, shoot. Sorry, if you didn't roll a one... If you'd rolled... Like even like a five, I'd let you not cast Scorching Ray. No, I, yeah, you, yeah, you would have known, but you're just in the heat of the moment. You're like, ah, no. The Abishai looks at you like, really? 
Um, sorry, I'm just double checking bonus actions. Do do do. Does this thing have those? All right, I, that's that's got to be my turn. Okay. Um, I I yell to the others. I'm like, um, wait, wait, scorching ray is a cantrip, is it not? Okay. All right. Uh, you yell to the others. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I forgot the correct components for that spell. Sorry, I mean, guys. Or I if mean, you saw him cast it, you saw it, it go off. It looks like you tried to throw fire at fire. I mean, I'm not saying anything, but, you know, fire. I think your wounds may have gotten the best of you. Um, perhaps you should recover before looking at what I'm casting. Kobolds make their way out of this room at this point. They're like, ah, running away. Um, okay. Abishai went. Elphis went. That thing's, uh, yeah, it's okay. It's it's round, so it will now fly completely out of sight. Actually go, yeah, I can go that far. But you guys can't see that far, so that's what it does. Do, do, do. Uh, May, you're up. Okay. She's going to go and just smash her sword into this creature some more. Okay. So she's go for it. in three times. It's too bad Violet had moved slightly, and she, you, then you'd get flanking. But oh well. Okay, so 25, 19, 20. Uh, 25 and 22 both hit. The 19 does not. You can always cut and paste that damage roll from before. You can go up if you want to go up and find it. You can just cut and paste it and use it again, and it will roll for you again. That's what I do for the Abishai's attack rolls. Twenty-two damage and twenty-five damage. Oof. It's looking rough. the The Abishai has definitely felt that. Um, okay. Still up, but it's you, you're now you're now noticing the weird molten blood is also coming out of this thing. All right, May's still feeling tough. She's trying to get its attention, so it will leave the other party alone. But she doesn't have any real way to taunt it, but. That's all she can do for now. All right. Uh, that's May's go, then, I believe, with the other thing being dead. Yeah. Star, you're up. I... You, by the way, at the, at the end of every round, you guys can make a will, wisdom saving throw to shake off the effects of the frightened, by the way. I believe that is how that works. So if you're one of the frightened people, like you, you can actually do that. Oh no, it's one minute. No, you can make you can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of your turns. Uh, that's at the end of this turn. You can't make it now, but you can make it at okay. the end of this turn. So if you just rolled, the, if that was you rolling the save, 
Yeah, uh, that was. So. It's a failure, but if it had succeeded, it would have gone at the end of this round. But yeah, you are there. You are still afraid and can't. You can't actually attack him. You can't approach him. No. So I'm. I'm just kind of okay. It's warm. Um. Yeah. I mean, you can try to make that ten-foot jump and go after that thing. Um. No, you probably have a really high athletics. Um, let's see. You're, I actually do. You want me to do this? I can tell in your voice. I all right. Care, all right. I don't care right. what you do. If you just, if you choose to do it, it's on you. I'm just pointing out that unlike Bear Sun, you actually can can make the jump. All right. Let's let's give it a go. Twenty-four. All right. That successfully completes the difficulty. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You have, from there, you have 10 more feet of movement. And I think it went kind of this direction, if I remember correctly. Yep. I'm on here twice accidentally. So ignore the one that's up in the upper left corner. I don't see it, so. Oh, okay. That's what that's what you do with your round? That's what I'm going to do with my round. Okay. So you guys see Star vanish. She runs across, does a, does a leap, and is out of sight. Um, that leaves Violet and Bear Sun last, and the Earth Elemental pulling up the rear. Violet technically was first. I will try to actually hit the Abisai again. Okay. And hope I can actually do so. I think I am a plus 12. Yes. That should hit. 23. 23 does hit. Okay. Uh, I will spend a key point to do a stunning strike. Okay. DC 17. 17 con save? Con save, yep. Yeah, that's uh, safe. Yeah. See? <laughs> uh, so that's 11 damage. Okay. It, it takes it. It's it's looking ba very battered, but not down. Uh, second attack, 25 to hit. That absolutely hits. Okay. And I will do another key point to try to do a stunning attack again, because I can. Okay. That's only 8 damage. Uh, matches, what? exactly. Okay, so it succeeds. Uh, and then I will spend my last key point to Flurry of Blows so that I can try to just deal more damage to this thing. Yoink. Which is 21 misses, I'm guessing. Yep. Also You've now got it figured out the armor class is 22. Yep. Yep, uh, so that's all I can do. Okay. You, it took. A, it's taken a beating. It's now looking like winded, and there's like there's actually like you know raw molten rock just pouring from its like you know face and neck, and actually burning its clothing even as it comes through it. He will 
have this world. Is that it for Violet? Unless you move or do something else? Mm, I'm good right now. Uh, Bearson, I believe you are up. Keep in mind, however, did you succeed at your at the saving throw, or did you fail it? Who me? I'm talking to Bearson. Oh. Uh, Bearson succeeded. I was okay. the only one. All right. I think four people did, but uh, you are up since Violet chose not to move. Uh, I'm gonna go with a claw attack because I don't like the look of that blood that's coming out of it. Okay. You're looking to be the 22. That hits. That hits. I think it was supposed to be a plus six, but it beats it. Yes, it is supposed to be a plus six. Eleven damage. Okay. Yeah, definitely. As you score it, more of the stuff, more of the the glowing red hot rock comes out. You're gonna need at this point. You need to make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Seventeen. Okay, you're fine. Wait, oh, I get more than one attack, right? Yeah, I assumed you were going to roll another attack. Twenty-two hits exactly. Another eight damage. Making another dexterity saving throw. Twelve. You take. We'll just say six. You take six points of damage. As it's uh, burning blood splashes onto you while you're slavaging it, it's definitely not not looking good. It's you're not sure how much more it will take to kill it, but it's definitely not. It's definitely felt better in its life. Its robes are actually starting to smolder. Earth elemental, I believe you're up. Unless Corey is doing something else, are you doing something else, Corey? Uh, no, I'm gonna stay next to it. Okay, Earth elemental is up. What does Earth elemental do? Smash! Okay, I believe you have two attacks. Uh, keep in mind you're flanking, so you have advantage. Both, Corey, you also had advantage. Oh. But, I forgot to say anything, but yeah. Since Bear Sun and the Elemental are flanking, they each get advantage in their attack rolls. Come on, Earth Elemental. Uh, the first one's a 26, I think, if I did that right. Yeah. Um, you didn't do it with advantage, but you successfully hit with a 26. That's very strangely rolled, though. Uh, next time it's uh, slash, it would be slash R, 2d20k1, then oh, the plus 8. Duh. 
Yeah, but that we'll just let that go. Uh, first one hits. Go ahead and roll the second one. And the second one's a nine. Yikes! Yeah, okay, you missed with the second one. Roll the damage on your uh, slam attack. Yeah, wow! Jeez. Okay, I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, yeah. Uh, smash. Yeah, he he. It wasn't in it. His heart wasn't in it. Roll a deck save for him. And an eight deck save. Yeah, uh, he takes six points of burning damage, which you know, not a big deal for him, but he's gonna shrug it off. Yeah, but. Does he do anything else, or does he just stay there? Uh, he, he's going to stay there. He's going to hang. All right. Um, that takes us around to your round, actually, because it's top of the order. Uh, <laughs> Oric is now up. No, I have to think of something. So this guy's looking bad, right? Yeah, he, he definitely looks like he wants to not be here. No, I'm going to cast Magic Missile at level 2. Okay. Never used um, Magic Missile before. I think that does 3 darts of uh, 4 darts of damage if I cast it at level 2. Yeah, you roll uh 4 Actually, technically you're supposed to roll 1d6 plus I think you 2. And then you roll that four times. You roll it again and again. You're not supposed to roll it all in once. Um, but I will let you roll it together. So go ahead and roll 4d6 plus, I believe, 8. If you look up the spell, it should tell you with more detail than I'm able to remember. The spell says it's 1d4 plus 1. 1d4 plus 1. So yeah, it would be 4d4 plus 4. So ro go ahead and roll 4d4 plus 4 if you'd want to do it in all one group. That's 15. Woohoo! It, it hurt him. He didn't like it. He's definitely looked better in his life. It doesn't drop him. I am going to two sorcery points to cast Magic Missile again as a bonus action. Okay, go ahead. And I'll do exactly the same thing, same level. Roll the same damage. Well, or roll better. I mean, you know, up to you. That's a sixteen. Big he still, he still doesn't die, but he's yeah. definitely hurt. Ah. Is that it for Auric? Is Auric done? Uh, yeah, she's done. Okay. He begins casting a spell. I'm, I'm going to use another. Uh, well, I'll let, I'll let Auric. Okay. Uh, I have so few. Uh, I'll cast Counterspell at level uh, four. That will do nothing. Ah! Actually, no, you're going to have to. You can roll. You can make a roll. You'll have to roll high. That's 20. 
You successfully stop him from dimension dooring at level seven. Yes. Good yeah, job, he, he is surprised because he thought that was going to work. Um, <laughs> since he cast a spell, he can't use another spell, and theoretically, he can't do the. Well, he could do the multi attack, but he's going to risk this. Everybody who's got an attack of opportunity who hasn't already used it can use it. It's per mm, round, right? Not the one I did at the beginning of combat. You haven't. You you. It's per combat round. He gets I haven't to, used. I haven't used mine. So if it moves out, he's I still in your threatened square. Okay, he moved yep. out of their threatened square. I'm just making sure. Yeah. I so not. both May and Corey can make your attacks of opportunity. May remember you have Sentinel. If you successfully hit, uh, it will stop him from moving. And because he was flanked while moving out, doesn't Corey still get advantage? Oh, that's correct. Corey gets advantage. Oh. So I get May another roll. Not. If it's higher, I get to take that. Yep, but May did not successfully connect because May rolled a one. May, May wasn't expecting that nope. to happen. And just... Nothing happened. Nobody hit him. So goes to there. Violet, you now have your attack of opportunity. Okay. How rude. 32, that's a natural 20. Okay, roll damage. Keep in mind that it, while it is a critical hit, it is just a melee hit. It is a hit with my magical quarterstaff. Yep. So remember, you double your, your dice. Mm-hmm. Was it, it a buck and a quarter quarterstaff? 22 points of damage to the back of its head. It does not die. Can I... There's anytime nothing else I, Anytime I... Yes, there is. Anytime I make a melee attack, I can spend a key point. I'm I don't think that works for attacks of opportunity. It and it doesn't. It says anytime I make a melee attack. Hmm. The, the so guy, want, I'm going to try to stunning strike. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually supposed to work, but I'll let it go as long as he's not trying to do flurry of blows. Because flurry of blows I absolutely hell, won't let you do. Hell no, no. Go no, ahead. That's... So he has to make a saving throw. Yep. Con save DC 20, uh, 17. Come on, roll bad. Roll real bad. Stumbles ah! <laughs> to there. <laughs> Tries to make a jump. Fails. Ooh. Is now floating in the lava, which does not burn it because it does immune to fire. But that's where it is right now. Star, you hear a splash behind you. <laughs> that's his go, which leaves Aethys. You're up. Right. Um. He's immune to fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, duh. I, I'm a 13th level wizard. I know that. Um, I am going to use magic missile. Okay. What level are you casting it at? Fifth level. You're casting it at fifth level. Yes. How many missiles does that give you? Should be um, five, eight. Right? Eight? Eight. It, gives, it Eight. gives. Well, it starts with three. Five. Uh, 
Yeah, it starts with three, not one. I totally forgot that. All right, cast roll. You know, go ahead and roll. Um, Actually, I don't could. bother. He has one hit point. Oh! Uh, you, <laughs> how, how do you want to describe this? How does how does this work? So I'm just sitting in the back, and I am I'm like determined. I because again, demons, devils, those kind of things. I freaking hate them. Um, and I, I noticed that, you know, he's far away from me because I'm still kind of at the back, but um, I see him going into the lava and my eyes just like narrow down. I'm like, he is not getting away. Um, so I, you know, take a little liberty here, but um, I start casting my spell and I'm, you know, casting it very loudly. So the party kind of notices what's happening and just the eight missiles all surround him as he's in the lava Um and he gets a chance to like look around at all of them and see that they're surrounding him in all directions. And I just kind of give a smirk, and then I like move my hands, and they just all come crashing down on him. You watch as the bolts of force plow into this Abishai, doing. And it's funny because although Ailthus might have been in the back for most of this, he did do the most damage to this Abishai throughout this fight. That disintegrate up front was huge. Um, the the magic missiles pound into its body and literally like pro- push it up against a rock, which is lucky for you guys because otherwise he'd have floated downstream, sort of in the middle of molten lava. But his body is literally washed up onto a rock spar and is completely it's it's literally delicressing into molten rock as you watch. I just kind of I'm gonna move also, um, kind of slowly walk up to the party as I do it and just say like, well, I think that did it. Uh, let's say we go figure out what he's. Technically, uh, that's Elthus's go now. Mm, yeah. May, May also... you're technically up. You're up now. Okay. Then May wants to... Unless you guys, yeah. do you guys want to drop initiative or are you staying in it? May would also shout across the star and what she sees over there. Okay. Star. Uh, technically, it is now. if that's all you're doing, then it stars round. If you want to keep an initiative, we can, or we can drop it. I'll tell you right now, if you drop initiative, the one that got away, got away. Um. Will the star see the one that got away? Or any side of it? No. I'm just moving in the direction that I think it went, but I don't see it from where I'm at. You don't see it. Like if you move your full movement, I'll, you can go ahead and put yourself right to where the thing is on the map at the moment. It is not there. You do not see it. There's multiple caverns. It could have gone in any one of a number of directions. It's pretty much, you don't have the ability to track very well. I don't think. No, like your I survival. Do not. Your, I, um... Yeah. What's your survival at? I'll let you make a survival check. Yeah, it was flying. It didn't leave any real tracks, uh, and it wasn't really hurt. It didn't get hit. So yeah, you have no idea where it went. 
so I would step back out into the room and kind of shrug and I don't know it went this way but that's it okay that's we're gonna at this point we will now end the round uh, so what do you guys do you've got the uh, the Abishai's body is on the spar of rock right there and everybody else is squished there's a squished one in the room with you guys that's mostly a puddle of molten rock and pretty much nothing else the kobolds all ran away. Um, I, sorry, real quick. I will say I gotta go in like five minutes. So if this is a better place for me to drop out, then what's about to happen? Let me know. Yeah, if it's a, I think that's probably a good move. Okay. Um, keep having fun, guys. I'm sorry, I gotta, you know, cut it. Yeah. At no worries. It's it was but... as much, you know, we had a delay at the top, so. Yeah, I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Bye, Mitch. Bye. 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 So, yeah, top of the order. Aelthus moves into the room. Goes, See, I knew you could handle it. Uh, Good job, uh, everyone. Yes, I'm very excited that you picked the right spell. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, somebody had to actually hit it. I know that was kind of hard for you. Yeah, the whole fire going into my skin thing was a little distracting. He tasted like burning. I'm I... sure I do too right now. Did somebody fish that thing out? Uh, I'll, Can I'm, I? I'm a little I'm so short. Sick. I point to our giant friend. That seems like a great job for you. Yeah. Can I take my um, axe and just pick it up? With the, as the you, as you jump by? I'm going to need to see a pretty decent roll no, to no, get no. him with the axe as so you jump not, by. It's not... If I stand on the edge, it's just out of reach. Is that what you're telling me? I've, in order for you to do it on that side, you couldn't do it from that side. It's closer to the okay, side that everybody else is on. You'd have to jump to back it. over and then attempt to do it. Yeah, I may only had about 40 seconds left of her giant size when combat ended. So. Yeah, you'd, you'd shrink back down. From where Star currently is, Star could not reach it with her axe, no. Okay, well, I should probably jump back. <clears throat> if I turn Bear into... Elemental is just kind of rooming around the room. Going... Good Earth Elemental. Good boy. That's a 24. Okay, you're successfully back over. Okay, now can I reach down and grab it? No, but you could attempt to use your axe to hook it. You're going right, to have to make a... Can, I'm going to uh, say... Make, make a, no, not dexterity. I'm gonna, you're going to make an athletics. You're going to need to probably beat a 20. Twenty-two. Okay, you successfully hook your axe through the Abishai's corpse and drag it up. Um... I'm going to now point out that the Earth Elemental was right there and you could easily have been ordered to do it. But, oh! sure. Now that you've, you know, risked death instead. I was thinking that, but... Um, Eric would actually like to try to go 
So get the kobolds. If they aren't too far down that tunnel. Well, you can go look for them. She would like to turn invisible to Ring of Invisibility and head south down the tunnel. Y'all have that this covered. I'll be back. Okay. Uh, okay. You can so move down the turn. tunnel. You okay. don't see anything. Nailthus uh, walks over to the corpse and goes, well, if no one else is going to do this, and begins patting it down. I was going to say, turning to Nailthus and say, all right, you wanted this thing? Here it is. It's dead. Checking that investigate skill, which he does not have a ton of. Doesn't find much. He does pull an amulet with a black scale embossed on it. The amulet is seems made out of brass or bronze, but it doesn't appear to have taken any damage from going into the lava. He stares at it for a bit and goes, huh, faint alteration aura on it. Interesting. Don't know what it does. Nothing else, apparently. Oh, some melted slag that might have been gold once. Does anyone want to hold this, or should I? I mean, you already got it. I'm fine with that. Okay, Auric. You're down the passage. How far did you go? Uh, let's say I tried to go 30 feet or so. It's like spinning around going that way looking. I don't want to get too far away no matter how how confident I sounded. <laughs> well, you come up to there. There's a passage in front of you. It leads into some kind of room. You don't see or hear the kobolds. <sighs> then I'll head back to the group. Right, well, uh, we did a whole bunch of stuff, and uh, we definitely destroyed a big baddie, uh, so should we figure out what the heck they were doing here? Everybody make a perception check. Sixteen. Seventeen. 29. Nine. Okay. Uh, Bear Sun, you feel something in your your whiskers. I'm assuming you're still in cat form? Yep. Yeah, you feel something in your whiskers. May wants to know what's going on with the cat and why he seems agitated. Well, since what, he's a cat, he can't really tell you. What do I feel in my whiskers? You, you don't. You're, you're. It's you. Not sure, but you you felt it. The way whiskers work is they they move. They brush the edges of things. They give you better spatial awareness, and they can pick up air currents and air vibrations. And they moved. Your whiskers moved. Hmm. That's all you can really get uh, at this point. 
I'll drop the cat form and be like, hey guys, I don't know exactly what's going on, but there's something happening. There... That narrows it down real well. You're doing a great so... job of uh, of narrowing that down. I'm proud of you. Well, more than nothing. We did miss. One of them did escape us. It may have alerted others. Probably. The last thing we want is just have some demons come spawn in on us. I mean, I mean do we, we handled that first one pretty well. Or may ask one... which direction. Do I know which direction? Can it I try and definitely felt it like it was beneath you. Okay. Like uh, it came up through the floor. You were saying, was... Auric? Uh, Oryx, when she comes back to the group, she says, and two kobolds got away. They went that way, but I don't see or hear them down the tunnel. There's more rooms down there, but I didn't hear anything. Not well, that I think they're... Was. Not that I think like... they're threat, but they might know something. We could chase them, but whatever it was felt like it was um, below us more. Which, considering they were trying to excavate, might not be the best thing. Well, the tunnel that they were trying to excavate is the one that uh, Star jumped across. The one that the one monster flew across. They were digging the... Basically, where you guys are standing, it's full of rocks on both sides. They were digging it out and then, as far as you could tell, they were trying to get across it. Maybe they were going to try and build a bridge. Maybe they were going to do something else. It didn't, it didn't look like they were trying to excavate it for their own sake. It looked like they were trying to refurbish this place. On the dais you're standing on, while you guys are having this discussion, since you rolled so well on your perception check, you notice a couple of weird crowns. They have a large crystal in the center. It's not anything you've ever seen before. Hmm. Can I uh, crouch down next to one and inspect it a little closer? Yes. It's They've definitely been submerged in molten rock. Like You can actually see like chunks of hardened rock on them, but they weren't harmed. The crystals are cloudy, kind of metallic gray. Occasionally, there's just like a spark in them. Can I give them a look with Arcana or Investigation? Sure. Yeah, you can do that. The magic involved in this would is definitely both enchantment and alteration. You'd, if you had to hazard a guess, this thing could... If you put it on your head, it would probably render you unconscious. You don't know what else it would do. I wouldn't try to put them on, but they're very pretty. Hmm. There's definitely magic of some kind. And, and uh, everyone here who... Yeah, everyone here can make a history check. 
if they want to. Dalethus seems to be studying the, the amulet and is not paying attention. Eighteen. Nine. History? Seven. What's that? I got a 19 because I rolled a natural 20 and I have a minus one. Okay. Both <laughs> uh, Auric and uh, Violet remember Caution, the paladin, talking to that little tiefling girl back on the uh, Outlands when you were trying to get back to Arvandor uh, and your various plane shifting magics were blocked. You remember she had said something about the, when the lava bait, when the volcano base was filling up with lava that they'd originally woken up inside it. And the reason that she had woken up was because they tried to put a crown like this on her head, but it had not fit over her horns. Oh, Hey, you remember that, uh, that little teeth thing we talked to? Didn't she say her and her friends like woke up at a place like this with crowns like this? Oh, that's not good. was, this is why we came here. But, I don't understand why they would have those crowns up here unless they were digging them out. Well, didn't you say something? They said something about crystals earlier? That they need that them? That's true. I did say that. Well, this thing said that, and he kicks the Abishai. If they're part of the floor, was that mean they, does that mean they were trying to use them to keep something buried? No, they're not part of the floor. Oh. They're They're covered in molten rock. Oh, okay. They were basically this entire this entire room was was at one point submerged under molten rock, and they've been digging it out. So these are old, not new. Can I, like, with an investigation or an arcana check, can I tell how old they seem to be? No, um, you can because they've been submerged in molten rock and then buried out. You know that mm -hmm. the magic that keeps them powered kept them from being destroyed by the molten rock. Uh, you know from. The, you weren't there. When, neither you nor Violet were there. Uh, Aelthus, Caution, Quark, uh, Star, and uh, Bear Sun were there when they met the little tiefling girl that disturbed Caution so greatly. Um, but Caution took Quark and uh, you know her sister Reckless and another the uh, the the artificer Shiera off on some other mission while you guys investigated this place. So she's being very tight-lipped about it. You, you knew she was disturbed. You knew she was agitated about something, but you, she didn't confide too many details. You've learned to let her do that because if you don't, she just sulks. Well, you define it as sulking. She con she considers it a principled <laughs> stand, but you know, Aelthus definitely thinks it's a sulk. Um, but you you do remember it would have when you met them. It would have been months ago at this point you would you'd help them get into the the room with the uh you'd help them get into a ruin that supposedly had a portal out of, and then you you move back to go back to Arvandor cuz that's where your 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 uh, group was trying to get to mm. Bearson the vibration happens again, and even though you're not in cat form, you can feel it this time. Hey guys. Uh, hey guys. The um, the floor is moving. We should probably leave. Then does she still, does she still have that elemental? How long oh, does the summoning last for? That's a good question. 
last for up to one hour or till concentrations dropped. So as long as you've been maintaining concentration, yes, you still have the elemental. Yeah. It also kind of means I don't think you could have cast some of the spells you did. But we'll worry about that later. As long as I didn't cast a concentration spell. Correct. Which you didn't. Okay. May I ask, can your elemental bury down below the ground and see if there's something down there? Never tried asking him to, but... Uh... He can burrow into stone. You don't know if he can communicate with you anything. You don't. It doesn't work that way. You don't see through his eyes or talk to him. You tell him what to do. You think, do this, and he does it. It's not a two-way street. He doesn't have any... You know, he's not a pet. He's just a, a servant. You summon him and you control him. There's no communication between you. I mean, you could tell him, go down there, and if you find something, punch it. But you couldn't tell him, you know... Go down there and then come back up and give me a stats report. It'll come back up and just look at you. Maze also okay with go down there and punch it. I mean, it can't talk to me. It can go look, but it can't communicate. I'm um, all for, you know, heading south. If whatever they were excavating is that way, shouldn't we Everybody be feels the vibration now. <sighs> is this the kind of vibration that's like a volcano erupting vibration? Or like something waking up and banging on things vibration? Well, um, as you're all trying to determine what to do, and I gave you like three rounds to figure that out, <laughs> uh, you see in the t to the north where the passage breaks off if you look on the map you you see eyes opening in the lava oh didn't they also say something about a really big dragon coming out of that lava thing they, they, they did. I, I think I seem to remember that yes oh, hmm. oh. how about if we uh, let's go south Yeah. Basically, I'm going to start moving south. It forces its way up. Onto that right there <laughs> and looks at the group of you. And it's literally like you're standing on a platform as it comes up. And it's. <sighs> birth will not be disappointed. I mean, you're talking in a very regional accent. I couldn't understand anything you just said. Moves to that spot. What do you guys do before we start rolling initiative? Is it like Sinestra in Vashon of Twilight where it's like half up on the platform and so it's just like wings and hands kind of thing? Or is it more fully on the platform? It's fully. It is that size. It's not twice that size. It is that big. Okay. 
How big is I'm, it total? It is effectively large, and on the large size of large, it's not huge. I mean, that's fightable. And the dragon speaks common. Yep. Well, for that matter, Aelthus had comprehend languages going. He could probably understand it anyway. I would like to cast Enlarge Reduce on it and reduce its size. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey! I, I, I yeah, yeah. Try, right? They took that <laughs> out of the game. We used to do that all the time to Anixia. <laughs> it's a con 20 saving throw. <laughs> it chooses not to fail it. <laughs> One burn. And now we're an initiative so turn. Yep. Now we're an initiative. <laughs> we're an initiative turn. And you guys want to use your previous initiatives, or you want to roll again? I want to roll again because. I want to roll again because that's seven. A thirteen is way better than a six. <laughs> Nine for Auric. And I'm going to say I dropped the Earth Elemental because the reduce would have been concentration. Okay. If it had I the natural one. May's cleaning up here. Okay, so what I'm hearing is people are not doing great. Uh, let me I see. Mean, Violet, what were you at, Violet? standards, I'm better. <laughs> I, yeah, only got I'm a, I got a 13, which is better than a six. I mean, I have a 10, which is also better than a 6. Hey, Corey and I are happy. I'm, I'm happy. What are you at now, May? You are rolled we, a 1? I rolled the natural 1, and then 3 with my... So 4? There's no critical failures on initiative. You just roll a certain number, or you don't. Well, 3 total. Uh, okay. Uh, Auric, what do you want? Auric, your initiative? Oh, sorry. Uh, a nine. Okay, let me go around here reorganizing things. I am just starting out, starting to figure out how to do a sorcerer. So either we're all going to die or that dragon's in trouble. Okay, uh, Star, what were you at? I am at 16 now. Okay, so making sure I'm not missing anybody who's currently here. Aelthus at 17, Star at 16, Violet at 13, 
Bearson at 10, Oric at 9, and May at 4. Am I correct? It was a 3, but it still puts me in the same place, yeah. Thanks. Good enough. All right. The uh, giant molten dragon is going first. Always a good thing. It's looking around at the group of you. Um, since you didn't move, this is currently your arrangement, which is not great for y'all, because um, dragons do a little thing called the breath weapon, and it's a cone, and it's a sixty-foot cone. Well, so, that's gonna get the that's gonna get the whole room, no matter where we are. Let's look here. Get Aethus. Yeah. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. I can even hit star. So everybody. Everybody needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Ten. Fourteen. Five, I'm sure I'm fine. Fourteen? Dirty twenty. You got a twenty? Hmm. Not good enough, unfortunately. DC twenty-one. Yep. So everybody fails. Uh if I roll higher than the base, I'm gonna take the base, but I'm gonna see what this does. Yeah, yeah. Everybody takes 63 points of fire damage from the failed save as it breathes fire all over the room. The fire is actually molten rock. There's chunks of like non-molten rock in there too, but you know, don't worry about that. I'm down. 63, you said? That is correct. That's slightly below the 70 that it actually rolled, but I felt like I'd take that if that's what I got. I, be wow. I believe that is it, it for its actions. If it does that, it can't do anything else. So it's just going to stand there looking like a giant freaking dragon and feeling really good about itself. Um, that's its go. So who's up next? I believe it's actually Althus, who is not looking like he enjoyed himself very much just then. We'll look at the various things Aeltis can do. How many six level spells do you have, Aeltis? Oof, oh, you only got one. Whoa, but you do have a seventh level spell. Hmm. 
Aethys is going to prepare a spell, but not cast it just yet. He sets a condition, and that's his go. He also moves to right here. No, that's not Aethys. That's not Aethys, unfortunately. It's a little hard to actually get Aethys. This goes to right there. Sorry, the dragon's so big it makes it hard for me to actually move individuals. Elthus goes to right there and gestures to Star. Get up here! That's Elthus's go. Okay, who's next? That takes us to Star. It is your turn. Okay, I'm going to uh, rage. Okay. And uh, charge. So you don't go. You don't come to Malthus when he, like he gestured. I'm going to go past Malthus. I think and, and charge. Isn't that double okay. speed? The second you move within five feet of Malthus, he reaches out and tries to grab you, and casts a spell. The dragon then attempts to counterspell that spell. Somebody counterspell the counterspell. Is Counterspell a druidy thing? Can I do it? Can the I dragon fails. And Aelthus plane shifts the entire group out of the room with the dragon. Oh, me. And, and that's where we end it. Yeah, I was going to say, Counterspell is also not druid, by the way. <laughs> no. But we could have fought a dragon. Yeah. Word of advice, I'm not going to let the, the group of Ringer characters <laughs> fight and potentially kill the boss for the you know current campaign. Just the thing. Uh, Plus, he, he totally would have rocked you. Um, I mean, that was like 60% of my health he just did, so... Mm. Yeah, he, he would have rocked you. Uh, I was but, just going to try to keep casting Reduce on him until he became like a mouse. <laughs> Yeah. And then I'm sure we could have dealt with that. He had three rounds of just nope. <laughs> he could just nope three times, and he used it once, so he had two more rounds of nope, in yep. which he could just keep doing horrible things to y'all. He also, in addition to being a big dragon, he's also a 15th level wizard. <laughs> um, Details! Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's the session. Uh, unfortunately, we got a little delayed because of some technical difficulties, but yeah. That's our first and use of roll twenty. Also, none of us know how to play these characters, so that was oh, an adventure. You did much better against the Abishai than I was expecting. The Abishai is a challenge level art nineteen, <laughs> and you guys are thirteenth level characters. Uh, you did pretty dang well with characters you'd never played before on the Abishai. I was actually really impressed. I'm really, you know, Andrew did really well with his character that he had literally never seen before this week. Uh, yeah, I thought you know, yeah. Overall, that was pretty good. Um, Mitch did a lot of damage and then kind of flubbed it. <laughs> That's kind of how it works sometimes. Uh, you know, Violet, unfortunately, was up against the kind of thing that's really hard for a monk, somebody with a really high AC. Mm -hmm. uh, but did did pretty well in surviving that initial attack, which was, you know, as you could see, the Abishai had great damage potential, but didn't you guys were totally dealing with it. So, yeah, that's the uh, last encounter. I, I'm part of me was thinking about letting it go, but like I couldn't think of what else Elthus would do. 
but but use that that plane shifts the seventh level spell. If he casts the seventh level damaging spell, then he can't plane shift you. Yeah, and that's that, how you get in and out of you know. So it's it from just, the group descriptions how, that sounded like more the play anyway that the group would do. Like yeah, so, everybody's bloodied. Yeah, well, this you were out. Suicide mission. You yep. were going to start making death saves, and you were going to yep. fail them because he yep. was going to come walk over and just step on your corpse. Yep. So yeah, I figured that was the way to go. And since he could get you all into that Brady Bunch thing, that meant the only person he had to worry about was Star. That's why he was like, "Get up here, so I can just plane shift the hell of all oh, the hell out of here." But I wasted a yeah. And we stole the crown, right? Oh yeah, you still have you have the crown and the. Uh, amulet, but it's not going to matter because these aren't your characters and you're never going to see them again. Um, but it will fit into later stuff if they show up again. But you do now know you do now know that the volcano lair that you escaped from all the way back in session one is back in operation. Even though your characters don't know that. That's fun oh. for me. I love it when the players know things that the characters don't know because then they can't <laughs> do anything about it. Uh... But yeah, that's that's it for our April game. I mean, our May game. No, it's May. Oh my god, <laughs> the year. Where time. did the year go? You can call it April seventy third. That works. But yeah, <laughs> the next month we will be hopefully bringing back the original group. Uh, hopefully, Anne will be able to play as well, so we'll get to see more of what the other group was doing while this was all happening, and also what the four characters who weren't here, because this is a ten person adventuring group. And there were only six of them here. There's there's several more people. Well, I guess, yeah. There's several more people in this group that were up to other stuff that we might get to see. Um, but yeah, that, that was that session. Thanks for everybody for playing and playing along with my weird idea. Thank you um, for inviting me this week. Oh, thank you, Andrew. It's very nice of you to come along and fill in. Uh, and thanks to Mitch. And had to, He had to leave early, unfortunately. But that's what happens when you have technical difficulties. People's schedules conflict, and it's just... That's part of the game. It's something you have to deal with. Uh, anybody else have anything else you want to say before we end it? Nope. Thanks, everybody, for coming in and hanging out with us. Have a great yeah. day, everybody. It was fun. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.